1: Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. <laughs> Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's The Marque Show. The first hour of The Marquee Show starts now. This is The Marque Show.
2: My name is Marquee, 855 765 1045. And it's Monday. It's the Monday after the Super Bowl. Although, man, what a boring game that was. You think if you get these two great teams together, at least at least both of them would uh, would play well. Luckily, I had uh, I had my charcuterie board to um, to keep my you know to keep my attention. Why is Hannah's camera uh, zoomed in on her nose? I oh. know
3: I'm having Josh fix it. Oh,
2: okay, good. We're we're fixing it right now. That's good. And thank you for everybody watching online. We appreciate it. We're streaming live right now on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch. Uh, I think I think that's it. Also, we're on the uh, the radio too. If you don't have our radio station tuned in, you can always download the mobile app one hundred four point five WOKV. It's a great way to listen wherever you go. And if you're driving around, you know you don't lose the signal or anything like that. It's just it's always there. It's always clear. You won't miss a single word uh, of the show. Which for a lot of people sounds horrible, but <laughs> but for a lot of other people, it's really kind of fun. Eight five five seven six five. One oh four five. So we have. A, there's so much to talk about. Yes, I know there was a big football game yesterday. Uh, yes, I know a lot of people don't care about that kind of stuff anymore. But there's other. There's a couple things that happened that I really want to get into, and it has to do with some of the commercials and the companies that are just. I mean, you want to talk about pandering? There are some companies out there that that really pander. The NFL probably one of the biggest. Um, we'll get into that here a little bit in just a minute. Also, Liz Cheney was on CBS, no, Fox News Sunday. I don't know, she was on one of those shows that I don't watch in the morning because it's early. And she was not only not backing down from her vote to impeach Donald Trump in the House of Representatives, but she was also doubling down on it. This after, she got massive disciplinary action from her own party in Wyoming and major calls to not only resign, but that people want their money back. People want their money back. Imagine this. You donate money to Liz Cheney because she's like, I'm going to go to Washington. I'm going to fight for you. I'm a Republican. Yes, sir. E-Bob. Don't trust me. You can trust me. Give me 100 bucks. Give me 200 bucks. Give me $1,000, whatever you have. And I'm going to go to Washington and I'm going to represent you. And the first thing she does, the first vote she makes in this Congress is to is to impeach a president that you voted for and that you support. You're going to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, this is a scam. I want my money back, Please. And uh, if you don't give me my money back, at least uh, resign. Or, you know what, why don't you do both? That's what's happening in Wyoming right now. And Liz Cheney's out there doing the media tour. She's going on the circuit, and she's saying, no, I don't care what all the Republicans who put me in office think. I'm right. They're wrong. We'll get you those clips uh, in just a minute as well. And, and man, Joe Biden, <laughs> this guy, I'll tell you, Joe Biden, we all knew going into this what Joe Biden was going to be like as a president. But he sat down with Nora O'Donnell. For an interview that I think aired, did it air before the game or during the game or after the game? Sometime yesterday they aired this uh, this Nora O'Donnell interview with Joe Biden. And I think they should stop putting Joe Biden on TV. I don't think it's a good look for anybody. And some of the things he says, the, he didn't even stick his foot in his mouth. He didn't even make a flub. But the things he said now, are they still made me laugh out loud. Something in particular he said about uh, President Trump. And we'll get to that here. In just a minute. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number. Now, tomorrow in the Senate, they uh, will kick off the Trump trial 2.0. This is the second impeachment of Donald Trump. And this is the of the two. Clearly, clearly the more ridiculous of the two. I mean, you know, a lot of people say, wow, the sequel was nowhere near as good as the original. This In this case, the original sucked and the sequel is looking like it's going to be even worse. Um, but what they're, they're gearing up to do a couple of things. The first thing they're going to do, or the first thing they're going to try to do is they're going to try to impeach Donald Trump and remove him from office. What we probably should point out to a lot of people is that Donald Trump is no longer in office. He's in Mar-a-Lago. He's in Mar-a-Lago and he's sending out letters to the SAG after people telling them to go suck it. He's uh, in Mar-a-Lago and he's uh, running around saying, hey, here are the Republicans that I support. Here are the Republicans I don't support. He's no longer president of the United States, as evidenced by Joe Biden, you know, being signing all those executive orders. I mean, with every executive order that Joe Biden says signs and there's a lot of them, he's proving that Donald Trump is not the president anymore. Yet the the uh, Senate Uh, is now going to be voting on whether or not to remove a guy from an office he doesn't even hold. We already know that they're not going to do that because Rand Paul issued that vote uh, for 40 and 45 senators joined him, joined him and said, hey, we uh, we want to know what is we will we will not be voting to remove Donald Trump from office. We believe this entire thing is unconstitutional. So we're heading into this whole sham. It's two, three, four. It could be a week. We don't even know. There'll be no, uh, there'll be absolutely no witnesses. There'll be no proof because there isn't any. And then they're going to vote. And we know that there's already going to be, um, there's already going to be, uh, you know, nowhere near enough senators to convict. And if they did convict, there'd be nothing to convict them on anyway because you can't remove someone from office who's not there. But that's what's happening with the Senate. And this is something that you really need to look at and understand and realize when you're looking at the Senate of the United States of America. Going into 2022, you have to really look at who is voting for this, who is supporting this, who's saying, hey, this is something that we all need to get behind. This is something we all need to do. This is something that is going to be good for the rest of the country. This is something that's going to help the United States of America come back together. And it's not. And if those people are out there saying this is anyone who tells you that this is going to help unify the country is lying to you or trying to sell you something. And unfortunately for the rest of us, uh, there's a lot of those 8,55, seven, six, five, 104,5. What are you guys doing to the stream, by the way? What is happening? It was my fault. We tried what to was, fix it, and what, we uh, may or may not have fixed it. What was wrong with it to begin with? You could, like, everything was fine.
3: I was, wanted my normal web camera.
2: It eight five five seven six five one zero four. Let's take a quick break and fix things that are that are. You know, usually other people break stuff. Today we're breaking our own things. Quick break. More
1: of the Marques show on the way. Stay tuned. Join the conversation. Send Mark an open mic using the W O K V app, and he'll play it on the show. Or not. Either way, send one in. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's news and talk. This
2: is- 855-765-1045 is our number, 855 1045 is our number. A lot of people talking about, you know, the day after the Super Bowl. Not only did they talk about the game, but they also talk about the commercials. And we're getting a lot of open mics about it. One in, in particular.
1: My favorite commercial was the Jeep commercial. It emphasized how much this country really needs to come together left and right.
2: Really? Because I didn't get that. I didn't get that from the Jeep commercial. Bruce
3: Springsteen talking about freedom. What a joke.
2: As his side, the side he supported, vehemently does everything they can to take away your freedoms and prosecute their political rivals. Yeah, that's more what I—that's more what I got from that. Okay, anyway, uh, if you missed it, there was this Jeep commercial called "The Middle," and it was about a place in Can—I think it was can- well here. You know what? I have a couple clips of it. Uh, it was two minutes long, by the way. And it took me a good minute and a half to figure out it was a Jeep commercial. Uh, but it but it starred Bruce Springsteen, who, by the way, is from New Jersey, but was wearing a cowboy hat the entire It was really kind of. But anyway, here's how it started. Oh, hold on. Let me make sure that. Oh, wait, I got it. Oh, no, I got it happening. My computer's on the wrong thing. All right. Hold I'm on. We'll get, the speaker. We'll get to it here in just a minute. All right. Let's see when see if this works. And take two. No, that's not working. <laughs> that's not working either. Oh, uh, oh, Country Hanna came out. Hang on one second. I don't know why this isn't working. Should we just sing Bruce Springsteen so songs? Should it should be working. Let's try Born it. in the U.S. Oh, Say, okay. Say. <laughs> never, never mind. We'll, <laughs> we'll get that. Well, then, why is the, this is the most annoying Nothing's thing working. in the entire world? No, I know. I don't understand why it's not working either, but it should clearly be, unless somebody on no, that's not all plugged in. Okay, well, we'll try. We'll try this. Out. I had it all here. Let's try it one more time. Oh, in Kansas! Oh, there there go. Go. What's going on? All right, so it's here we go. Thing to thing. This is uh, thing this thing. is the first part of the Bruce Springsteen uh, commercial. There's a chapel
4: in Kansas, standing on the exact center of the lower forty-eight. It never closes. All are more than welcome to come meet here in the middle.
2: All right. Now, I never heard of this thing, so I Googled it to make sure it was actually a thing, and it's true. Right in Lebanon, Kansas, there is a uh, there's a little tiny chapel, and apparently somebody hit it with a car a couple years. Ago. I don't know if it was Bruce Springsteen or not, but uh, but you can go in, and it's just this tiny little one room. You can light a candle. You can pray, and it's apparently the geographical middle of the country. And they're using this now Jeep and Bruce Springsteen and all these ad execs as a metaphor for the political middle of the country and saying that's where we need to get to.
4: It's no secret. The middle has been a hard place to get to lately between red and blue, between servant and citizen, between our freedom and our fear.
2: All right. Now, this is where it starts to lose me, because uh, when you start talking about freedom and when you start talking about red and blue and Democrats and Republicans and the middle, people send people are people are trying to be sold this bill of goods that the middle is a good place to be. And what's what's going on here in this ad and what a lot of people are trying to tell you, especially Joe Joe Biden will say it, too. He's like, we need to get to the middle. We need to unify. And there's a lot of bad people in this country that really you shouldn't try to get any closer to their viewpoint than than you need to. Uh, the middle is an issue for most Americans because what happens is that when when one party gets radicalized, when they say when for the left, for example, the Democrats over the last 50 years are almost they are. I mean, it is it is unrecognizable what the Democrat Party has become. And when they move closer and closer, or further and further away from the middle, when they move further and further to the left, the middle goes with them. And you can see that just by by looking at, you know, independent, not independents, but moderates and, and moderate voters and the people who, you know, stand for this thing, but not for that. Anytime one party starts running to the other opposite side, they take the middle further to the left. So if we all come to the middle, we're actually going further to the left than we ever were before. You know, the middle is not necessarily something you should aim for. What you should aim for is the Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the United States lays it out in clear language what we need to do, how we need to act, how we create our laws, what values we hold dear, what freedoms we have. And there's no middle ground on that. I mean, it's pretty it's pretty clear cut. You know, Congress shall make no laws to uh, to violate the freedom of speech, the freedom of religion, the freedom of the people to peaceably assemble. You know, a militia being, what is it, a rider or a four-part, you know, very Militia's important. Yeah, thank you. Uh, being very important to the, uh, you know, the freedom of the country, you must have the right to bear arms. I mean, these are all set in stone. There is no, there is no middle ground. <laughs> you know, so going to the middle in this instance is not what America is all about. Reason. It's not the property of just the fortunate
4: few. It belongs to us all, whoever you are.
2: Wherever you're from, and then the irony of this is the uh, as the open mic pointed out is just I mean it is ridiculous that you have somebody who is a supporter of one party which is is supports lockdowns and supports states being shut down and supports keeping people away from their religious uh, you know their religious uh, freedoms and their religious ceremonies. You have these people that are not allowed to go to school or work that are being forced to do one thing or another by their government, by their state governments. And he's talking about freedom. I mean, you can't move toward the middle with somebody who acts like a tyrant. They, you just move to remove them. Look at California. If we if we all moved toward the middle, every other state would be more like California than it is now. And California would be, what, less like California I mean, the issue there is that no state should do anything that makes them more like California. They're trying to they're trying to recall their governor because their governor has done nothing but destroy their economy, has put his own needs first, has has ignored the will and the freedoms and the rights of the people. So I guarantee there's a lot of people in California, they don't want to get to the middle at all. They want to get rid of the guy they have and run as far to the right as they possibly can.
4: We just have to remember the very soil we stand on is common ground. So we can get there. We can make it to the mountaintop, through the desert, and we will cross this divide.
2: Yeah, again, you can't. You know, if it's a, if it's, if you cross a divide and you don't like where you're going to be when you get to the other side, you're better off standing on the side that you're on. You know, when when you look at all of these things, when you look at everybody saying, let's come together, let's unify, let's let's even negotiate. You know, Ronald Reagan famously said, "We don't negotiate with terrorists." And if you see somebody and the and the ideas that they're putting forth and the moral values that they're projecting and the legislation that they have out there, if you look at it as something that's going to be detrimental to you and your family and your community and your future and your freedoms, then you can't negotiate with those people. You, ba- you basically have to say, hey, look, you're wrong. You need to either see it my way or we're, you know, we're not. There's no coming together on a lot of these issues. There should be no coming together on on uh you know on opening up the borders uh, of the United States of America there should be no coming together there's some things that are not negotiable and that's why we have this divide not because nobody wants to get to the middle it's because the left has taken their side and shoved it so far to the left that the middle has moved to the left about 20 or 30 thousand miles getting to the middle now is just going to where the democrats were 50 years ago and they're going to keep pushing that left ed- edge and the middle is going to get further and further away. I say stay over here on the right, uh, you know, where the where the Constitution is. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, to take a quick break. We got a couple people on the line that want to comment here in just a minute. Also, uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, Joe Biden, his interview with Nora O'Donnell over the weekend. And we got some clips from Liz Cheney, too. That's all on the way. Stay tuned. It's The Marque show.
1: Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between ten and twelve. Informative. You call people out, no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark Kay Show.
5: I am totally addicted to your show. This is crazy. How much it's become part of my life just in the last few months since I found out about it. I am ready and waiting for my Monday morning fun.
2: Wow, that is that. Wow, thank you so much for your, this. Is definitely becoming. A huge problem for people all over the country. We're going to get all these addicted things. I don't want want you to look. I don't want you to feel any kind of withdrawal symptoms or something on the weekend or, you know, if something should happen. But we do appreciate everyone watching from everywhere. We appreciate the open mic messages. And if you want to leave one, we make it really easy to do. We give you this free mobile app. It's 104.5 WOKV in the app store. You download it and then you can just leave us an open mic message. You can tell us all about your addictions. Maybe you're not addicted to this show. Maybe you're addicted to, I don't know. Crystal Meth, whatever it is, you know, give us a buzz and let us know, uh, and then we'll get, we'll get your open mics um, on the air. 855-765-1045 is our number, 855-765-1045. Travis wanted to comment on the uh, Springsteen commercial for Jeep in the middle. Travis, good morning. How are you? What would you want to say?
3: Good morning. How are you all doing? I'm, I'm doing fine. And, uh, I just wanted to bring to everybody's attention that on that same commercial at the very end, you notice a black screen with a single red star in the center of it. You know, and that's just a pure symbol of communism in my book.
2: Oh, what? I, wait, what are you saying? There was at the end of the commercial, there was a black screen with a star in the middle of it? No, a single red star. Oh, wow. I didn't
3: even see that part. Yeah, I didn't see watch it over. Watch it no, over. I, uh, it's like right at, right, right at the end of the commercial, as the commercial closes out.
2: All right, I'm going to do it. Hey, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. You know what I really didn't like about that commercial either is that you could, I mean, you can smell the pandering. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's very strong with this commercial because you've got this guy from New Jersey, you know, driving around the Midwest in cowboy boots and a cowboy hat. And the I mean, the the music and the tone and and I know pandering, I know how to pander. Like, I know what I'm talking about when it comes to pandering to a particular uh, subset. And this is this is 100 percent clear political pandering, trying to take advantage of a situation. And I and, and I don't know to what end. Did it make anybody want to go out? And buy a Jeep, I feel like, you know, I feel like when you go buy a Jeep, you're not really making a political statement at all. It's not like my pillow. When you buy a my pillow, clearly you're making a you're choosing one side of the aisle over the other. But a Jeep's just like a Jeep. You know, the army uses them and the, and, and and, you know, and medical professionals use them. And I mean, I, I just thought it was always it was always a cool thing. But that was that was uh, one of the most talked about ads, by all means, uh, from the Super Bowl yesterday. 855-765-1045. There was also some other ad for Cure Insurance, or what was it, where the guy said, I have a big opinion, and the supervisor was like, I don't want to see your big opinion. Yeah, I and saw it. And he was it. like, like it. you wanted to see it last weekend when we were having margaritas. I missed that one, but I saw on Twitter how everyone was uh, everyone was calling them out for what they said was, well, I don't I mean, I mean don't even know. If they, may be, if you, maybe if you saw it and you got offended, you can give us a buzz. 855-765-1045. All right, let's talk a little bit about Talk a little bit about Liz Cheney because she's still she I don't you know, and there we know that there's a lot of ego in politics. You have to have an ego to run for really any office. I mean to to say, look, you know what i'm better than all of you i know better i work harder i can do more i can lead you guys send me of all the people that live in this state or of all the people that live in this district or of all the people in this country i'm the one that can do it we know that there's ego in politics you can't have anyone run for any political office without thinking you know they're the best person for the job and that's just that's just part of it but liz cheney's ego goes far beyond Any that I've ever seen, not only did she stand up and say, I'm the best person for this job. But when everybody else who voted for her in the state tells her you're no longer the best person for the job, she doubles down and says, no, you're wrong. All you I'm still the best person for the job, even though you disagree. Uh, Breitbart reports that the Wyoming GOP has censured Liz Cheney. Over her impeachment vote, the Central Committee voted Saturday to censure Representative Liz Cheney for her and vote to impeach then-President Donald Trump. After just 11 minutes, 11 minutes of debate, they decided uh, she's out. Supporters of the center vote argued that Cheney's vote to impeach ran counter to the will of Wyoming voters who supported Trump by a more than 40 point margin and robbed the president of due process by not allowing him the opportunity to defend himself in the House's impeachment proceedings. They also went on to say that uh, this was instigated by BLM, Antifa, and many of them said we would like our donations to Liz Cheney's campaign. A return to us because we gave donations to someone we thought was going to fight for us, not against us. And also they would like her to resign. Well, she was on with she was on with uh, what's his name? Chris Wallace (laughs) and Chris Wallace asked her about this vote and whether or not she takes it back. And this is after the censure vote came through. Listen to what she said.
5: Look, I think people all across Wyoming uh, understand and recognize that that our most important duty is to the Constitution. And uh, as I've explained and will continue to explain to uh, supporters uh, all across the state and voters all across the state, the oath that I took to the Constitution uh, compelled me to vote for impeachment, uh, and it doesn't bend uh, to partisanship. It doesn't bend to political pressure. Uh, it's the most important oath uh, that, that we that we take. And so I will stand by that, and I will continue to fight for all of the issues that matter so much to us all across Wyoming.
2: All right, this is interesting because I happen to have, a co- I don't know if Liz Cheney's actually read the Constitution that she took this oath on, but I have a copy of it here. And there's nothing in this Constitution, which I believe is the same one, that was ratified by all the states and written you know by the uh, by the states to be the document that we all make our laws and our uh, and our governments off of it it says nothing here about Liz Cheney impeaching the president for giving a speech. There is something about due process, which, as we pointed out already, the president was denied, and also freedom of speech, which allows the president to stand up on stage in front of people who also have the freedom to publicly assemble, and the president can say, uh, I know you're going to go to the Capitol peacefully and um, and patriotically to make your voices heard. Nothing in here at all about voting to impeach a man who has uh, had no due process and has not been proven guilty of anything, so that's a that's an interesting argument. She then went on to talk about the censure vote.
5: People uh, in the party uh, are mistaken. Uh, they they believe that BLM and Antifa were behind uh, what happened here at the Capitol. That's just simply not
2: the case. It's oh, not that, true. That's not true. She knows for a fact that BLM and Antifa were behind this thing. She knows for a fact. And she's got that information. She knows enough about BLM and Antifa not to be at the Capitol to make sure that – or not being at the Capitol to make sure that that is not the reason that all of this happened. Okay, fine. We, I think we can agree on that. But listen to what she said next.
5: You know, we, we've had a situation where President Trump claimed for months that the election was stolen and then apparently set about to do everything he could to steal it himself. Uh, and that ended up in an attack on the Capitol. Uh, five people killed that day.
2: Oh, okay. Whoa, hold on. Wait a minute. So wait – hold on. She says – that Donald Trump lied about the election being stolen and then did everything in his power to steal it himself? And that was the direct result of what happened on the Capitol January 6th where five people died? How does she, First of all, how did Donald Trump try to steal an election? By going to court? I'm sorry, the last time I checked, criminals don't voluntarily walk into courtrooms and start filing suits against people. This is a president who took every legal avenue they could. Every single legal step was taken in multiple states. And as we reported before, a lot of those things were thrown out. There was no evidence allowed to be seen or shown by judges to juries. There was no due process in a lot of these courtrooms because, again, they're run by Democrats. They're run by Democratic um, governments. So you have Democratic legislatures and governors who would do nothing to help the president in his plight to find out the truth. And when the Congress people and when the senators who, again, have have a constitutional duty to object to electors that they don't think were chosen constitutionally. They all got harassed as well. But Liz Cheney knows she knows for a fact that BLM and Antifa had nothing to do with this. Cool. But how does she how does she how does she, uh, I mean, extrapolate Donald Trump challenging the results in court constitutes Theft of election, which directly led to the siege on the Capitol, which led to these five deaths. That is something that's remarkable.
5: But I stand firmly by my statement. Uh, we, we've never seen uh, that kind of an assault by a president of the United States on another branch of government. And that can never happen again.
2: No, and what, what, hold, hold on. This is, there's never been an assault by a president of the United States on another branch of government. Which, is, which, which branch of government was Donald Trump assaulting? And I feel like the opposite should be true true we've ne- you know, if you've never seen Donald Trump assault another branch of government, I guess she's talking about the legislative uh, legislative branch uh, we've never seen a branch of government assault the president the way the legislative branch has, and with no repercussions with no consequences we've seen now not one but two sham impeachments. What is about to start, and we already know the outcome's going to be squat. But here's Liz Cheney, a supposed Republican, a the third highest ranking Republican in Congress, supposedly saying that Donald Trump was unfit to be president, should have been thrown out, even though there was no proof. We knew he tried to steal the election and he incited this riot and he's the reason five people are dead. And so then Chris Wallace asks her, you know, Donald Trump said he's going to go out there and campaign for people. He's meeting with uh, with, you know, McCarthy at mar lago Should is he still the face of the party?
5: Uh, that that is a person who does not have a role as a leader of our party going forward. We have to make sure that we uh, are able to convey to the American voters. We are the party of responsibility. We are the party of truth uh, that we actually can be trusted to handle the challenges this nation faces like covid. Uh, and, and that's going to require us to focus on sub and policy and issues going forward, but but we should not be embracing the former president.
2: Well, don't worry, because you're probably not going to be a representative of this party much longer. The election starts in about 365 days, and she already has a ton of primary challengers, uh, challengers. and I hear some of them have actually read the Constitution. So when they take her spot and put their hand on it, well, I guess they put their hand on the Bible, and swear an oath to this, they'll actually know uh, what the heck they're talking about? Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Quick break. Your calls on the way. Stay tuned.
1: It's the Marque Show. He's entertaining, informative, and he puts the talk in Jacksonville's news and talk. This is the Marque Show on one hundred four point five WOKV, Jacksonville's news and talk.
2: headphones 855-765-1045 is our number 855-765-1011 well, squeeze before we get into the joe biden's i us squeeze in a couple phone calls here also we have jeopardy uh coming up a little later on we're gonna tell we have a whole big story about that first though this is tom in st augustine who wanted to talk about somebody cleaning their driveway tom how are you did you need someone to? Good. thanks for, you need some, taking, my, thanks oh. for taking my phone call yeah absolutely you need someone to clean your driveway
3: no, 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 no. Was, it, it's, it's been trending on the news. Some lady out in L.A., um, one of her neighbors who was a Trump supporter, uh, Snow Plowder, or Plowder Driveway, and she compared the act, uh, first of all, because they were Trump supporters uh, doing something nice uh, to uh, Hezbollah and, and Nazi sympathizers. And she's like, I don't know how to thank them because they're of a different political affiliation than I am. And she made a real big deal out of this, and I think it goes to what you started your show out with: with going to the middle. Yeah. you've got you've got a person you've got a person that's trying to do something nice, that's trying to be unified, try to bring unity um, with a neighbor of a different political affiliation, and then he gets kicked in the teeth.
2: So wait, I'm, so let me. I didn't see this, Tom. I want to make sure I'm understanding. These Trump supporters came out and plowed this woman's driveway, like cleared it out for her. Yes. And she didn't know how to thank them because in her heart of hearts, she believes they're Nazi uh, anarchists, basically.
3: Here's exactly what she said. I don't know whether to show them any kindness since I can't give them absolution. Yeah. And uh, that's the whole thing. What you just said earlier in your show about trying to go to the middle. Right. Right it seems like you can't go to the middle yeah. unless you're on the other side of the middle. You know
2: what and it, Tom you bring up a great thanks so much for the call. I'm going to I'm going to seek that video and I'm going go to go uh, try to uh, try to find it after the show. But I appreciate that. That you know and that some that happens to me all the time. When I see people, you know, friends of mine, uh parents of my kids friends, people that I work with, people I know I've known for years. And they get all fired up on on Facebook and Twitter and they get all fired up on social media about their political viewpoints and stuff like that. And my wife's just like, doesn't it you know, doesn't it make you weird to be around these people? Like they know what you do for a living and how you feel like oh why I can still be friends with people who think differently than me. I mean, that's not. But apparently there's people out there who cannot. There are most rarely will you ever find somebody who voted for Donald Trump say, I don't talk to my uncle anymore because he voted for Biden. I don't talk to my so-and-so anymore because they don't like Donald Trump. It's typically the other way around. It's typically the other way around where I can't stand you anymore. I'm deleting you from my Facebook feed. I don't want to see your Marxist, uh, you know, Nazi sympathizing stuff on my, on my, on my Instagram. That's typically what I get. But, you know, I don't, I can't remember ever unfriending, disliking, hiding somebody or not hanging out with anybody based on their political viewpoints. If they're just, you know, if they're a mean person or if they if they're like a D bag, I might start you know if they're if they're always borrowing money from me and never paying it back. That now then I would stop hanging out with them. But uh but you know, some of my best friends voted for Joe Biden and you know, we I don't I don't defra I just look at them and go, man. Are you going to regret that decision? Uh, you know, but I. But we still we're still friends. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. And I'll tell you, if a Biden supporter came by and plowed my driveway, I would first of all say, "Why are you plowing my driveway? I live in Florida. There's no snow here." And second of all, I'd say, uh, I'd say, "Thank you," uh, but you know, it's totally, totally unnecessary. But you know what? That's what. That's what. <laughs> that's what. Have the, the, the Biden supporters do a lot of unnecessary things. 855 765 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Teresa in Alabama. How are you, Teresa? Good morning. I'm good. How are you? Great. What do you want to say today? Well, I have a couple of
5: questions. Yeah. Um, I don't know a lot about the law, but to me, it seems that maybe Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer are the ones that should be charged And taken out of office because they're doing everything they can to run us into the ground. Yeah. And I don't care what party you're affiliated with. You're entitled to your opinions the way I'm entitled to mine. It just means we have a difference of opinion. That is true. And the next question is, can we do something to get them out of office
2: before they continue to ruin what little we do have? Yeah. They they mean Pelosi and Schumer. That's a great, that's I a great work. question, Teresa. I have to take a quick break. I apologize. But the question she's asking is, what can we, the people, do to get Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer out of office before they do any more damage to this country? Great question. Something a lot of people ask. I'll uh, tell you here in just a minute. Stay tuned. It's the Marquee Show. We'll be right back.
1: Entertaining. never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. Call me crazy, but I don't think Liz Cheney's responsibility is to the Constitution. I believe it's to her constituents. Hence, she's a representative of her
2: people in the House of Representatives. And think of what she's actually saying. She's actually saying, because here's, here's what, here was her quote again.
5: Look, I think people all across Wyoming, uh, understand and recognize that, that our most important duty is to the Constitution. And, uh, as I've explained and will continue to explain to, uh, supporters uh, all across the state and voters all across the state, the oath that I took to the Constitution uh, compelled me to vote for impeachment. Uh, and it doesn't bend, uh, to partisanship. It doesn't bend to political pressure. Uh, it's the most important oath uh, that, that we, that we take. And so I will stand by that and I will continue to fight for all of the issues that matter so much to us all across
2: Wyoming. Okay, great. But one of the issues that doesn't matter to people across Wyoming is the second impeachment of Donald Trump. So you're lying. You are fighting for issues that only really, I think are of benefit to you, maybe your dad, Maybe his best friend George W. Um, and I think you're getting your you're letting your personal opinions of Donald Trump stand in the way. And all as far as the oath to the Constitution, what she's basically saying there is that I took an oath to the Constitution. That's why I had to vote to impeach the president. Of the United States and anyone in, in, in Wyoming, which is her entire party, the Republican Party of Wyoming, not just the county parties, but the actual central committee voted to censure her, asked for her resignation and asked for all the money they donated to her campaign to be returned for, you know, basically her trying to scam them by pretending to be a member of the Republican Party. And she's now basically saying that all those Republicans in Wyoming do not understand the Constitution. That they are not leading, uh, they are not taking the Constitution seriously, that they are not putting the Constitution at the forefront. Anyone who votes willy-nilly to impeach a president without any proof, without any trial, without any due uh, process, doesn't care about the Constitution of the United States. The Constitution is not a document that takes things lightly. The Constitution, on on the contrary, you shouldn't be able to impeach a president once every 100 years, let alone twice in four. What we're seeing by the Democrats, by Nancy Pelosi, and now, unfortunately, by a lot of Republicans like Liz Cheney, is the bastardization of one of the most important documents that we have in our country. I mean, this is our government. The Constitution of the United States lays out our rights Our responsibilities, our freedom and the system for choosing leaders, creating laws, removing leaders, changing laws, all that great stuff. It is the law of the land. And here's Liz Cheney thinking that it could be used willy nilly to get rid of people that she doesn't agree with, even though everyone that she's supposedly representing does. She clearly does not understand what that document means or how important it is to people. I always say it should be difficult to vote. There's nowhere in the Constitution that says we need to bend over backwards to make it easier for you to vote. Voting is a privilege. Voting is a responsibility. Sure, it may take a little time out of your day. You may have to call in sick for work. You may have to stand in line. It may be raining. Maybe your kids are crying. Maybe you have to pay for a babysitter. You have the option of not voting. But if you're going to vote, there's nothing in the Constitution that says we need to make this as easy as possible. Also, it should not be easy to remove a leader from office. It should be so difficult. You should have to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that there was wrongdoing. And all they did was walk into the chamber one day, talk for a couple of hours and say, all right, let's vote. Impeach, 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 impeach. Oh, we got 10 of you on the Republican side? Sold. Uh, We'll impeach Donald Trump for a second time. Let's send it to the Senate, but let's wait till he's out of office. So it's a real circus. So it's a real charade. We just had a woman call in before the break, and she said, how do we get rid of the people that are really – bad for this country, like Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. How do we get rid of Congress people and senators who we think are detrimental to the United States of America who aren't doing their job? You know, all these people apparently swore an oath to the same Constitution, yet we don't think these people are living up to that oath. And because they're in these powerful positions, because they're the Speaker of the House or the majority leader of the Senate, they unfortunately have a huge impact on the rest of the country. How do we get rid of them? And it's a great question, and it's one that people grapple with all the time. And the, the problem is you cannot. You cannot, as a voter in Wyoming or a voter in Florida or a voter in Texas or a voter in, in – in, I don't even know where else people are voting – Minnesota. You cannot get rid of Nancy Pelosi. The only people that can get rid of Nancy Pelosi are the people in her district. All 228,000 who voted for her – They're the only ones who can get rid of her in two years by voting for somebody else. Chuck Schumer, he's got, what, two more years? I think he's up in two years. Uh, The only people that can get rid of him are the people that vote in New York State because he represents the state of New York. Now, if if enough of his Senate colleagues... Find problems with him, and, and there's and there's got to be a, a super majority of them to oust him. Same with the House of Representatives. If a super majority of Congress people find fault with Nancy Pelosi, they can throw her out. They tried to do it with Marjorie Taylor Greene. All they could do was get her off the committees. But don't think for a second that AOC didn't want her gone. That AOC didn't want what's her name, Lauren Boebert, gone. AOC went. Oh, she's still out there campaigning when she's not fearing for her life and telling tall tales of attacks on her office that never happened. When she's not doing that, she's out there trying to actively get Mo Brooks and Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley removed from their elected positions because she doesn't like the way that they act. She doesn't like the way that they vote. This is something that can happen, but it's rare and it's not going to. So what you have to do if you don't like Nancy Pelosi or you don't like Chuck Schumer – is you need to make sure that you're voting in your district for Republicans and that you're convincing other people hey, these Democrats have gone off the rails. They're using their power to what? To impeach a president twice and at one point put, run him through a trial to remove him from office once he's out of office already? This is lunacy. This is a waste of time and money. And yet these people keep coming into power because unfortunately it doesn't take a lot of them. Uh, it doesn't take a lot of them to to uh you know to win. You, Bernie said there's a great story about Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders was basically a homeless uh professor in Vermont and he had no job, he had no money. He had, I mean he was living like upstairs in some rented apartment with his wife and he decided, "Well, I can't get a job. I might as well run for politics because you don't need to do anything. You get paid. You don't need to do anything." So he put on his mittens and he went and he started campaigning for mayor. Uh, in in uh, in Vermont, and he won the mayoral election. His first election that he won by ten votes, by ten votes. The reason we have Bernie Sanders. In the Senate right now, the reason Bernie Sanders came so close to being president twice, the reason we have so many Bernie bros and so many you know crazy leftists and socialists, the, the reason socialism is so popular and prominent in the Democrat Party today is because of Bernie Sanders. And Bernie Sanders is only Bernie Sanders because of 10 votes in Vermont. Think about that. I mean, it is it is uh, it is ridiculous how few people need to put somebody in a position of power. And then just watch them take and take and take and take. But that's what happened. I and mean, look, and that's how the Constitution set up. So I'm not going to argue it. I'm just going to say you you have your vote. You have your representatives. Make sure when you go to the polling place in 2022, make sure you know who you're voting for. Make sure you know who's representing you. Don't get Liz Cheney'd by your congressman. You know, don't get uh, you know who's don't get uh, Susan Collins by your by your senator make sure you know what they stand for who how they vote how they're going to represent you and you better make sure that they're not going to flip-flop when times get tough 855-765-1045 is our number 855-765-1045 all right we'll get to this biden stuff here in just a minute we've got some americas in jeopardy coming up which is very exciting and we'll get to some of your phone calls too this is the mark k show we'll be right back Remember
1: to subscribe to the Mark K. Show podcast on iTunes or Google Play. That way, you can listen to Mark whenever or wherever you want. This is the Mark K. Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's news and talk. This is
2: the Mark K. Show, 855-765-1045. is our number, 855 765 one oh four five uh, is our number. There's a uh, there's another one here. We wanted to you said we should take this one. Oh, maybe we should play this
5: one. Oh, my gosh. Did you see the pictures and videos of Ebor City? The people were just crowded shoulder to shoulder.
2: You know who's not going to be happy about that one? Joe Biden, because Joe Biden said, let's not make the Super Bowl a super spreader, which I thought was a really cute, cool uh uh, catch the turn of phrase. Joe Biden, by the way, apparently Joe Biden and uh, I'm sorry, Jill Biden's husband and also Jill Biden. They were they appeared via satellite or via videotape at the Super Bowl yesterday, and they were and they were booed, <laughs> which you know, I mean, you know, whatever. Um, but he also had a a sit down chat with Nora O'Donnell before the Super Bowl. And he said a couple things which we you just can't let these things go without commenting. And the first was about this big uh, COVID relief package that they're shoving through. They're not unified on this, by the way. They're using their budget resolution to shove this through without any Republican support. And we've already seen that happen in the House. We saw it happen with Kamala Harris um, breaking the tie on the 50-50 split vote. And now they're just like, all right, we're going we're gonna to get this done. And we don't care at all about the other side. And she asked him about a part of that, which was the minimum wage. Here's what he said.
5: You also want to raise- the minimum wage to fifteen dollars is that something you would be willing to negotiate on in order to get republican support well
2: apparently that's not going to occur because of the rules of the united states senate oh the gosh darn rules of the united states senate they all they get in the way of i'm shocked i'm shocked that joe biden as a democrat would let something like the rules get in the way of his minimum wage increase he must have been out of the senate for way too long, or maybe maybe he is getting a little on in years. He forgot that with Democrats in the Senate, the rules don't apply. Come on, rules, rules are for fools. Doesn't he understand that? But apparently he's not gonna get his $15 uh, you know, minimum wage because, because somebody checked the rules. Also, who in Joe Biden's administration is looking at the rules? That person needs to be fired, fired immediately. We should have a minimum wage stand by itself fifteen dollars an now and work your way up to the fifteen. It doesn't have to be boom. And all the economics show if you do that, the whole economy rises. Oh I want you to listen to that. All of the economics show that if you do that the whole economy rises. All of the economics He's someone's looked at all of the economics. Every single economics out there claims that if you raise the minimum wage, that the entire economy rises. Because I'll be honest with you, I feel like that's a false statement. I feel like that's an out, out outright lie. I've seen economic studies if that's what he's referring to, that show raising the minimum wage is detrimental to small business. And what's detrimental to small business is bad for the economy. Raising the minimum wage will increase unemployment and unemployment increasing is bad for the economy. The economy will not rise as Joe Biden claims it will. It will go down. But this is again, this is a you know, this is something that they don't expect anyone to look up. You're just supposed to take him for at his word. He's Joe Biden. He's the president. Why would he lie? Why would you? It's like when John Kerry, John Kerry came out two weeks ago and said, we need to spend all this one point eight trillion dollars on the environment, because if we do, there's all the studies show that we won't have to spend the money on hurricanes. Really? What studies are these? Clearly, you haven't looked at all the studies. Clearly, you haven't looked at all the economics, because if you did, you'd realize that there's two sides to every issue. Although remember what George Stephanopoulos said, there's not two sides to every issue. Uh, Then she asked him about President Trump getting the national security briefings because past presidents are entitled to receive the national security briefings. Here's what Joe Biden said about that.
5: Should former President Trump still receive intelligence briefings?
2: I think not. Why not? Because of his erratic behavior. Because of his erratic behavior. I assume he meant erratic behavior. But then again, with Joe Biden, you can never you can never really assume it. Let's play. with Why not? Because of his erratic behavior, because of his. No, he's erratic. So so because the irony of this, I have to tell you, it's, and I hope it's not lost on anyone because of Donald Trump's erratic behavior. He doesn't deserve the intelligent briefings. But that's not even the most ironic thing that came out of Joe Biden's mouth. I'm sorry, Jill Biden's husband's mouth. Yesterday or the other day, whenever she spoke, listen to what he said next. I just think that there is no need for him to have that that intelligence briefing. What value is giving him an intelligence briefing? What impact does he have at all other than the fact he might slip and say something? Joe, (laughs) Joe Biden, Joe Biden, the gaff master, is worried that Donald Trump is going to slip up and say something. Joe Biden who uh has said such things as if you don't vote for me you ain't black. Uh rich kids are just as smart as, or I'm sorry uh poor kids are just as smart as white kids. Uh you know listen to the truth not the science. All these gaffes that he has made over the last God knows how many years and he's now worried that Donald Trump is going to slip up and say something he shouldn't. This is that had me uh that had me rolling. That was the funniest thing. I've seen uh in a very long time. Eight five five seven six five one oh four five. All right, coming up. America's in jeopardy. We need two, two contestants that want to play to win some valuable prizes. No cash, just prizes. We should make that clear. We should make that clear from the get-go. Eight five five seven six five one oh four five. Call now. We'll play next.
1: Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between ten and twelve. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. Tampa Bay's defense was the real winners of that Super Bowl. Hear ye, hear ye. Uh,
2: but they you know, they didn't get the MVP award because it's not most valuable players. And it that doesn't matter. I eight five five seven six five one oh four five. There were a lot of former Jaguars yesterday that won. Uh, Super Bowl rings. Did you see that? Leonard Fournette was one, and make, there are a whole bunch of them um, that we cut off of our team that was horrible so that they could go off and so you're welcome to all of those fellows. Alright, speaking of games, let's go to, uh, let's go to, we have a game show that we've started doing um, Oh, God, that was really loud. I'm sorry, I was looking for appropriate game show music That's really annoying, huh? Maybe we'll go. That kind of goes with the theme of our show, though. So maybe we'll go with that. Uh, We started doing this game a while back called America's in Jeopardy. Hannah, can you come closer here so that people can see? No, what are you doing? Walk this way. Why? So anyway, we we did this thing the other day called America's in Jeopardy. No, come walk toward my voice. There you go. Now lift it up a little bit. And what happened was we we created a game board, um, much like Jeopardy. And we put in questions and stuff like that. And then after we played the game the first time, Hannah volunteered to make the board better. Uh, She worked with the other Josh's wife, who has a cry cut, or a cricket, or whatever it is. And they made, and they really, I mean, they did a bang. If you're watching on the stream, this was not the original America's in Jeopardy board. As you can see, there's lights on this one. They don't blink at all, which is a little disappointing, but they're on there. And they have, look, we've got these little envelopes with Velcro. It's really fancy. So, Hannah, thank you so much for putting so much effort into that. You're welcome. Also, we don't have an easel, so she's got to she's gotta hold it for the next 20 minutes or so. Uh, we have a, a couple contestants who are going to play, and this game works just like regular Jeopardy. We have, as you can see, dollar amounts, and we have categories. We'll go through all of those. We just need contestants. Our first one is Sarah in Houston. Hi, Sarah. How are you? I'm great. How are y'all? Great. Are you ready to play some Americas in Jeopardy? Yes,
4: oh, I am.
2: Oh, this is fantastic. You're going to be playing against Deplorable Doug in Michigan. Hi, Deplorable Doug. How are you? Really good. You're really good? Really good. Oh, good. All right, perfect. Well, we're so glad to hear Deplorable Doug. Say hi to Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Deplorable Doug. Oh, you guys are so sweet. All right, listen up. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to start with you, Sarah. We're going to go one at a time. You don't have to buzz in. We'll just give you the question, and you can either answer it or not answer it. It's fine. Uh, But, Sarah, here are our four Jeopardy! categories today. Are you ready? Yes. All right, listen carefully. Our first category is good Republicans. Our second category is bad Republicans. Our third category is all Democrats, and our fourth category is states that begin with you. (laughs) States that begin with you. Our dollar amounts are $100, $200, and $300. What would you like to start with, Sarah? Good Republicans
5: for $100.
2: Good Republicans for $100. All right, let's open that up and pull it out and see what we have here. Are you ready? Yes. This good Republican showed that the second impeachment of Donald Trump had failed before it started by forcing a vote on the constitutionality of the trial, which gained the support of 45 other good Republicans.
0: Sorry, can you repeat that one more
2: time? Absolutely. No, that's no problem. Here we go. This good Republican showed that the second impeachment of Donald Trump had failed before it started by forcing a vote on the constitutionality of the trial, gaining the support of 45 other good Republicans.
5: That's Rand Paul, my Uh, hero.
2: Can you put that in the form of a question, please? Who is Rand Paul?
1: Oh,
4: yeah, bravo. Nicely done. Yeah,
2: very good. All right, Sarah, you got yourself $100. Deplorable Doug, where would you like to go? Good Republicans, bad Republicans, all Democrats, or states that begin with you? Good Republicans, the largest amount. Good Republicans, $300. Here we go. This good Republican said, stop big tech tyranny by becoming the first governor to introduce legislation to curb big tech censorship.
3: DeSantis, Governor DeSantis from Florida. I'm sorry, we
2: need your answer in the form of a question. What is Governor DeSantis in Florida? Okay, or well, who? Either one. <laughs> what are you, Governor DeSantis? That's good. All right, look at that. Uh, Deplorable Doug, you got yourself 300 bucks, Sarah, back to you. We have uh, good Republicans, bad Republicans, all Democrats, or states that begin with you.
3: <laughs> you. All Democrats for 200 please.
2: Taking the hard route. Yeah, you're there. All, for what, what was the dollar mean? Did you say 300 No, 200 oh, She's playing it safe. She's playing it safe. safe. She wants $200. All right, all uh, James Democrats. Haltower here. Here we go. All Democrats in the Senate voted on a budget resolution to force through COVID relief without bipartisan support, causing a 50-50 tie, which was broken by her tie-breaking vote.
4: Who is Stinky Kamala Harris?
2: <laughs> we would, have, we would have also accepted vice president. Uh, but yeah, both of those. Congratulations. You got another. The game's all tied up, Deplorable Doug. 300 to 300. Where would you like to go next? Three hundred for um, Democrats. All Democrats for three hundred. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. All right. The answer: All Democrats in the House of Representatives voted to remove Marjorie Taylor Greene, a Congresswoman from this state, from all of her House committee appointments. From Georgia. You want to try that one more time? Who? What is Georgia? <laughs> who is georgia what when is georgia as long as it's a question we're fine all right good so that was another it's another three hundred dollars sarah back to you would you like good republicans for 200 bad republicans for for any amount uh all democrats for 100 bucks or states that begin with you
5: bad republicans for
2: 300 i love that you guys are challenging yourselves let's why go the easy route when you can go the hard route that's what she said. All right, here we go. Ready? <laughs> this hey, the board just ran into me. Can you stand? Can you stand? Stop moving. All right, here we go. Uh, <laughs> this bad Republican already has several primary challengers lining up to oust her from her office in 2020 and take over as the only Congressperson from the state of Wyoming.
3: Who is Liz Cheney? Oh, look at that! Yay! Who is Liz Cheney?
2: Yes. Who, or who does Liz Cheney think she is that's another way to put that deplorable dog back to you are you ready yes all right what would you like sir uh bad republic uh, bad democrats for 300. All right. We have all Democrats for 100, bad Republicans for 100, 200, good Republicans for 200, or states that begin with you. We have all denominations. For good Republicans for 200. Good Republicans for 200. For 200 instead of states that begin with you for <laughs> 300. Okay. Here we A go. A lot of states. This good Republican flew from Florida to Wyoming to rally against the state's lying, conniving, and traitors, Congresswoman Liz Cheney. Cheney. Who is Matt Gates? Look at that. Bravo. Bravo. That was what, two hundred dollars? Okay, we'll put two hundred dollars yes. on the board for you there. And Sarah, back to you. What would you like? What are my options? States to begin with you for one, two, three hundred dollars. Bad Republicans for two hundred or all Democrats for one hundred?
5: I'll do
4: bad Republicans for two hundred.
2: <laughs> are you sure?
4: <laughs>
5: Okay. Uh, sure. Let's do the states that okay. are with you. It looks lonely. Oh, you want to do
2: that? Okay. All right, yeah. I'll just...
5: do a 100.
2: You're just going to do the 100 states with Okay. <laughs> all right. For $100, this is the only state in the U.S. that begins with the letter U. Oh,
4: dang it. Uh... There's
2: only one of them.
3: Oh, Utah. What is it? Well, uh, who's Utah? Who is Utah?
2: <laughs> Jotty that's Utah. Great. That's great. All right. There you go. You got $100 on that one. Deplorable Doug. Pick the next category.
3: <laughs> what uh the 300 of the U? <laughs> that's true. That's a, good,
2: that's, a good, that's a good choice. Is
3: U really tall? Okay, really. <laughs> okay, here
2: we go. Under states that begin with U for $300, Republicans in Arizona, which forms the southern border of this state, have censured their governor, Doug Ducey, as well as Cindy McCain and Jeff Flake for supporting Joe Biden over Donald Trump in the last election.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Oh.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Do you have a question? Could you read it one more time? (laughs) No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Under states that begin with you, for $300, Republicans in Arizona, which forms the southern border of this state, have censured their governor, Doug Ducey, as well as Sidney McCain and Jeff Flake, for supporting Joe Biden over Donald Trump in the last election. What is the country of origin? Texas? Doug. What is Texas? Texas? (laughs) I'm sorry, that's that's incorrect. Sarah, would you like to steal? What is Utah? All right, what is Utah Uh, for 300 additional dollars? I'll tell you what, Sarah, with one, two, that gives you, oh, that gives you the lead, and that's all the time we have for today. We're going to have to, and the final Jeopardy category, by the way, was states that begin with D. But we're going to have to say that for next time. Hey, listen, congratulate the guys. Thank you both for playing. We really appreciate it. Uh, Deplorable dog, hang right. tight, and uh, and it was Sarah, definitely hang on, okay? Okay. All right, we're going to get some info from you. We'll hook you up with. We'll hook you up with. We're going <laughs> to that. Uh, that really <laughs> that's it. America's in jeopardy, folks, and that game proves it.
1: Oh, quick break. Oh. We'll be right back. If you're on the go and can't listen live on the radio, stream The Mark K Show in the WOKV app for your Apple or Android device. This is The Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. I'm
2: still crying. I'm still crying. Remote was probably the best game we've ever played on the show. Uh, America's in Jeopardy. We'll play that again for sure. 855-765-1045. Also, sometime in the coming week we need to talk about um Hannah's wedding registry because her uh boyfriend, what's no fiance, fiance wants a uh wants a five hundred dollar hatchet for it's a tomahawk. I'm sorry, a tomahawk. Well, <laughs> it's very similar for um for their wedding. Yeah. Is that is that for the wedding night or is that just for
3: for yeah, general use.
2: Night. Huh. Anyway, night. Anyway, uh, we'll talk about that as we get closer to the date. 855-765-1045. Before we get out of here real quick, Edwards in Arizona, which borders a state that uh, that begins with you. Hi, Edward. How are you? Good, how are you? Good. What's up, man?
3: I was just talking because so I listen to your show every, well, every day almost. It oh, yeah? Like, I, I drive to work. I oh. work on pools, so I'm always on the phone. Oh, sweet, yeah. I figure, why not listen to something
2: while I'm driving around? No, I, I'm the same way. I don't, I hate driving in silence. I hate driving Something You know, and if I ever do, I just end up talking to myself, and it's like I'm listening to my own show. Oh, uh, what would you want to say, then?
3: So, I know there's, like, a lot going on, and, in, in like, last year was just stupid. Like, I mean... I don't know what's going on with people and how they don't see the contradictions that everybody keeps throwing out there. And I sometimes think I'm going crazy, too, because then I see something about Trump. I'm like, is he part of the freaking swamp, too? Like, are they all just is our government just stupid? Like, they're all just corrupt and stupid.
2: Um, that's a that's a <laughs> the answer is probably yes. That's a great that's a great question, Edward. We'll, uh, you know what we're going to do? We're going to delve into that a little bit more i uh, probably on Wednesday for you know, call back on whatever you want Wednesday and we can definitely discuss whether or not the entire government's stupid. There's you know, it may not be stupid as much as it is. I think more it's not that they're stupid. It's that they think the rest of us aren't as smart as they are. And when you have a bunch of people and you give them power and they're egomaniacal enough to think that they're not as smart as the people that put them there, that's when you really get some problems. Uh, That's when you really start to see what's been happening with Congress, not just the Democrats, but also the Republicans. And uh, and and the issue, I mean, here's one of the best things about Donald Trump. And I don't think that he went to Washington to take advantage of anyone. Um, I think what happened was when Donald Trump went to Congress and said, I'm going to drain the swamp. um, You know, he did his best for four years. But now what we're starting to see is just how many swamp creatures there are and that they're in places we never thought they were. But we also see that we do have the power to do something about that. Uh, Good question. Thanks again for driving around and listening to us. We appreciate it. Uh, we got to get out of here. Tomorrow we'll be back with a special Tuesday edition. I think we have some mail-for-mail time, which will be exciting. And uh, the the Trump trial part two kicks off tomorrow. We'll bring you live updates of that as well. Stay tuned for traffic, weather, news, and Rush Limbaugh next.